And welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast for Saturday, June 26th. Thomas Miller, thanks for stopping in. We're going to take a quick look at the sky, and then we're going to talk to somebody about medical astrology and answer one of your questions that is a really good one about, we're going to talk about mental health here, which is a very important topic. But let's look up at the sky very briefly. First of all, we're just following the moon this weekend, guys. We don't have anything else. The moon moves into Aquarius from Capricorn, of course, where it was full a couple of days ago. That's at 10.08 this morning, Eastern Time. And it stays in Aquarius all the way until Monday afternoon. But here's the deal. There is an almost 24-hour void, of course. That is right. The void, of course, begins tomorrow afternoon at 3.07 and goes all the way until 1.50 p.m., almost 24 hours later, on Monday. So that means that for those of you in the U.S., tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, Monday morning, into Monday afternoon, the moon is all void, of course. You know what they say, if the moon isn't working, you shouldn't be either. (laughs) So it's a big chill weekend. So this is a great time to take another listener question. This one is about medical astrology like we've been talking about. But here's the deal. I was doing a reading a couple of weeks ago with somebody who is an RN and interested in medical astrology. So we talked through that, and I thought that she would be a great addition to bring in, introduce you guys to, and let her help answer this question. Because I'll tell you, it makes a lot of sense to me that if you're going to be dealing with medical astrology and you don't have a clinical background, that that's a limiting factor. So to me, this is a big win-win. And then at the end of this, we're going to open this up for more questions, and we'll talk about that at the end. So stay with us for that. But first of all, let's meet Stephanie Vickers, RN. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Thomas. I'm honored to be here, and I am a big fan of yours, and thank you for so much for what you do. I listen every day with my coffee. Ah, awesome. Good. Well, listen, tell us a little bit about your medical side. Yes. So I am a registered nurse with a Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. I have been doing nursing now for about 10 years. I started in the operating room. First year was in trauma OR, and then I went to elective surgeries where things were a little more more calm. Uh, Specialized in total joint replacements, total knees, total shoulders, total hips, and also did a lot of pain uh, sedation procedures for people and was really able to see all different walks of life, age ranges, and health issues, and really connected to people and wanting to help empower them in their health and how they can live fully. And then how did astrology come into that picture? Well, I've always loved astrology since I was a young girl. I remember my mother giving me Linda Goodman's book when I was eight. Oh, you are so lucky. Wow. Yeah. What an introduction. We had good times oh, with that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I just had to slide that in there. That's a good introduction. It was a great introduction. She's a, she's a tried and true one, Linda Goodman. And uh, my grandmother as well. So we had a lot of great conversations around it. And it was always something that we talked about. So astrology has always been a part of my life. But after my own personal health crises back in 2018, I went through a phase of doing some deep soul diving and introspection 
And it led me to a deeper side of astrology, especially the medical side of it. Did you find answers? I feel like I found the answers I was looking for at the time, but there's so much to learn with astrology. I can see myself doing this for the rest of my life. Well, we have taken that little spark, and we're going to try to ignite a little bit of a flame here, aren't we? Oh, yes. (laughs) To the point that we had a listener question that I thought you would be really good at shedding some light on. So let's listen to the question now from California, actually, from out there where you are. Hi, Thomas. I am wondering if you have noticed any correlation between people's signs and where it's really hitting them psychologically and emotionally. For example, I've noticed that a lot of Pisces have also been diagnosed as having bipolar disorder, which seems kind of unfair to diagnose a Pisces that way. So I'm just curious. I've noticed that Geminis tend to have a lot of anxiety, a lot of nervous energy. There's often diagnoses that go along with that. But I'm just curious as to what you have found. All right. Thank you, Mary Susan. Mary Susan's a great listener to the podcast, and thank you for that very good question. And one of the things that I really like is bringing out this whole aspect of mental health awareness, particularly from an astrological perspective. Now, one thing I'm just going to add from the top here, and I think Stephanie will agree with this, that I don't think in my own exploration of astrology and just in my own journey, and that is the filter here, this is not offering medical advice. This is not diagnosing. This is not treating. These are opinions about we're not even looking at a chart. I mean, we don't even have aspects. We don't have anything other than generalities, right? And I think that's one of the key things here is that in the exploration of astrology, just like Mary Susan said, is that you can't broad stroke or broad brush any sign or any planetary alignment. I mean, you can't say that all Scorpios are always angry and, you know, the stinger's always up. You can't say that all Pisceans are flying a kite and you can't bring them back down to Earth. I mean, you know, you could come up with all kinds of crazy stuff like that. And I think it's real important to remember that in this context, you can't and really shouldn't broad stroke any sign with a particular stigma. Stephanie, do you agree? Yes, I have to agree with you. I don't think that it can fit into any particular sign. I feel that just like with mental health and anxiety and those kind of conditions, it's not a one-size-fits-all. There's many different aspects and relationships that play into it. Okay, now, that said, have you seen some particular correlation between planetary placements that might give indications to propensities of ways of responding to life's challenges. Yes, very much so. So she brings up some very interesting points. To the first part, as to the bipolar struggles, what I've seen mostly is the aspects between Jupiter and Saturn, usually the opposition in the natal chart, where it appears like a pendulum of energy from one side to the other. Jupiter is the high, big, over-the-top or grandiose expression, which could be correlated to the mania of bipolar part. And Saturn's associated with a flat, low, and depressive state, which, just as it sounds, correlates to the depressive part of bipolar. 
So I think with Jupiter as the original ancient ruler of Pisces, also with Neptune, which can add some fogginess and a susceptibility to escape an unhealthy behaviors, it could be said that Pisces may appear to struggle with mental health more than other signs, but as a water sign, their emotions are at the forefront. They're not as contained as other signs, so it may just appear that they have it outwardly as opposed to, say, an earth sign. But honestly, it's the aspects between a person's chart, and you can't just say a Pisces has more of a tendency to bipolar than, say, a Virgo. I totally agree with that. And, you know, one of the things that I like about this whole conversation is it's bringing mental health up and out, which I know you have a passion about. I work on a radio program in Dallas that sponsors a program that is all about mental health, suicide prevention, just coming out and talking about these issues when they arise. But I think as we look at this from an astrological perspective, any sign is always prone to having some kind of a mental health situation in their lives. But here's where I think astrology can really help, because like you're saying, if you have this particular configuration, the one you ex- used as an example is Saturn and Jupiter, that may be, just like we talk about here every day, there could be the energy for the propensity to react a certain way. Is that, is that, am I getting that right? Yes, that's exactly correct. And I'll just add this too. I know from my own situation, and Stephanie talked about this relative to her medical issues were triggered by transits, that there are times that certain planets pass over some of our natal positions or our natal aspects, and it really can trigger these things. I had it happen. And in fact, the guy that does our rectifications for us, Joseph, when he did my chart, he said, wow, you've been through quite a few seven years was the number that he mentioned. And I said, yeah, exactly. It's been tough. Saturn passed over all of transiting Saturn over all of my natal planet, the bulk of my natal planets right there. And I mean, it triggered some stuff. But what that was, was Saturn kind of beating me up to get my attention so that we could be sitting here talking right now. So the thing is that I think is critically important is if you are experiencing something like that, get professional help, get counseling, get therapy, bring it up and out. You can observe it in the chart and you can say, aha, this is where I need to go take a specific action in this direction. But by all means, please don't bury it. The program that I told you, the radio station that I work with, sponsors is called I'm Listening. And it's the onus is on you, but reach out because there are so many of us. And my goodness, right now we're kind of establishing a pipeline. If you need help, you can reach out to me. Send me an email. I'm not licensed and I won't get into that line of the treatment, but I will help point you in the right direction. The main thing is reach out. Now, the other thing that she talked about is a Gemini, and you and I both happen to have some Gemini in our chart. Stephanie and I are both Gemini rising signs, so we know a little bit about Gemini from that regard. What did you come up with on Gemini? 
So <laughs> Mercury is the ruler of Gemini. And as we know, Mercury governs the mind. So any afflictions or difficult aspects to Mercury, whether in the natal chart or by transit, can cause some circuitry issues or agitation, uneasiness, and anxiety attacks. I also want to mention that Virgo is also ruled by Mercury, and both those two signs in medical astrology co-rule the nervous system. So they are the two signs that are most often associated with anxious dispositions and or are prone to anxiety attacks. But once again, it's not one size fits all. So then if somebody has these what we would call, quote unquote, triggering planets, Uranus, maybe a little bit of Neptune for sure. There's the Pisces connection, a Jupiter Saturn thing going on, Pluto, you know, all these that could contribute to this conversation. Is that a destined thing in somebody's chart that like they should get concerned because they might have Jupiter and Saturn across from each other or they might have Uranus in an awkward position to another planet or from what you've seen and running it through the medical filter? Does that even matter? And can we create around it? So just because it's written in the chart does not mean someone is destined to have say, anxiety or bipolar. I think that looking at astrology as a tool, just like many other things, is crucial. So I honestly feel that speaking to friends or advisors or, let's say, a practitioner, if you feel you may have mental health struggles, absolutely yes. But don't just look at astrology to say, my chart says I have bipolar. That would be a fool's errand, in my opinion, because it's not just so black and white. I'm glad to hear that because, you know, my perspective is that the chart gives us indications of where possible energy exists, right? Then we create around that. We work around that. Now, Exactly. And in your opinion, can the astrological chart give us answers to medical questions? I absolutely feel it can point in the right direction. And it's quite interesting to look at as a whole, but once again, it is a tool, and it's one tool in the tool bag. It's not to be used as, say, a straight diagnosis. There's just many other parts to it. But it can be very empowering to know, for instance, self-care and what might be best for you according to your moon sign and what house it falls in and ways to support that in your life. Also, for me personally, I have had a lot of struggles in my physical body and seeing where certain planets are placed, say like my Mars is in my 12th and that's a sign that, as we know, that house is a hidden house and I've had a lot of inflammation and I've had a lot of flare-ups that can happen sporadically and it's given me tools as to how to best support my body to help keep my inflammation down, as well as the fact that it's in Taurus, which is a very sensual and earth-based sign. And so really ensuring that I take care of my physical body is a huge priority in my life. And so it gives me a form of empowerment and saying this is how I can best support myself to have a very healthy and full life. Well, do you see why I wanted to have Stephanie on here? I think you now do. And here's what we're going to do. Stephanie is trying to learn medical astrology. She's still studying, and she's very open about that. But you can see that she already has a great base of 
astrological knowledge and a great base of medical knowledge, and she's assimilating those two. So here is kind of a little beta project that we thought that we would do. This is not medical advice. This is not doctor advice. She is an RN, and she's not even putting on her medical hat. She's putting on the astrological hat. But she is willing to take on 10 questions from you guys. So that's either send an email. We'll see how many we get. But she'll do 10, at least in the first batch. Send an email, or you can use the speak pipe at the top of the web page. But that thing only goes for like a minute and a half. So you have to be punctual. But if you would like Stephanie to take a crack at your question with basically what you just heard, send those to info at funastrology.com. This is totally free. It's a beta program. Again, not medical advice, astrological advice based on your chart. Now, the other thing we will need, and if you use SpeakPipe, please be sure to factor this in, is your exact birth time. So that is obviously the day and year, the exact time, and the city and state. So then Stephanie is going to take all the time that she needs to put your little mini reading to answer that question together with your chart. Then these will be recorded. She and I are going to record them, and then we will email them to you privately. So this is not going to be public. If we get a good question that we want to put on here that just really stands out, we will ask you for permission, but I promise you that these will not be put on the podcast or anywhere else. So yes, by doing this, you are willing to share the personal health information. The only eyes that will see it are mine and Stephanie's. So just sending the email obviously is consenting to that. But I think this is a great way to let Stephanie grow into the craft that she is interested in. And many of you, I am sure, would like to know what this or that alignment is, like Mary Susan did, about these two great questions that she asked specific to Gemini and Pisces about mental health. So we would be glad to answer those. Hope this helps. Thanks for sticking around on the weekend. Enjoy your Saturday and Sunday, and I'll see you back here on Monday.